in the mix. Come on. Woo! All the way, all the way. All the way to the top. That I house Jim and Burger. What the hell? Welcome back to Bedroom Convos. I'm your host at the most and so in video report, aka shoot your shot at me. You might get a chance to call me daddy like I will listen if you are a fan of sports, stay tuned. Because you might like what we're cooking on today's episode. First and foremost, I'd really like to apologize for people who were waiting for responses regarding the episode that we had. The two episodes that we had day before yesterday. So we didn't issue those out. And hopefully within this episode that we're having, which is like the 77th episode, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll try to go through some of the questions that you had and try and like tackle as much as we can in this one episode but as i said there's just a lot of content that has to be covered in this episode and if we are not able to cover those questions we'll try and like later on on the podcast you know you're releasing two of two in the same day like the two of two the episode that is coming on on the evening we'll try and take out the questions that you have in that episode should we not be able to cover some of those questions within this episode so to start with i think a lot of you have been on social media, a lot has been happening and a lot of people have been saying something about the 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 thing, the guy who ex- escaped in what's the name? Equido is it Equidor? Equidor, yeah, it's it's Equidor, the guy who escaped and the co- the chaos that really like blew out in Equidor. So a lot of people have been you know, taking even Daniel, Daniel's page and saying that, you know, he must cover that. And I want to, I want us to really like speak about it. You know, I really want us to speak about it, but I think that will be a topic that we cover on later on today. It's very sad what's happening, but yeah, as I said, so we'll just talk about that later on in the, on the podcast, which is like the later on seg- segment that we'll be releasing guys. Feeds. So we'll talk about that. At that but now i'd really like to talk about denise who is denise king who is the daughter of martin luther king and Coretta Coretta king so we covered an episode right we covered an episode i think it's 75 if i'm not mistaken 75 76 where we covered the story of jonathan majors and megan good we were talking about the interview the first interview after the conviction that he was found guilty or uh, because of the, the the previous relationship with the ex-girlfriend that she he had of assault right so that really happened right so an interview obviously after the evidence what i don't get is that there was a lot of evidence that was presented to the court by the court by jonathan major's team and a lot you know i think even coretta if i'm not mistaken not coretta that the woman, I don't know her name, the ex-girlfriend of Jonathan Wages. I don't remember her name, I don't recall her name. But as soon as I do, I'll do that. I'll, I'll let you know in the comment section the name when I get it. Or if you do know that the name of the lady, please do comment it on the comment section. And I'll make sure to rectify it then later on the episode. So that lady also presented evidence to the court. And finally they found him guilty 
And surprisingly, I was like, well, why is everybody, I think everybody doesn't like that guy, you know? As far as, I don't know if he was acting, but he's an actor, he's good at it. So a lot of people from what I saw on social media, they were saying, oh, Uti, the guy is a good actor. He played clearly, he played, you know, a lot of characters and he killed it. Even in that interview, that might have been an act of some sort, you know? So, and I was like, but the interview that he had, he seemed genuine, you know, he seemed genuine and as confused as I was to say this was a relationship that they had and presented the evidence that they did, which was, I felt like it was a solid evidence because they did see would see like in the night of the abuse and when that was reported and the evidence where the, the girl went out to party after that and I was like, well, how does this even happen? You get what I mean? So I think the important question to ask is that what did they find or what did they see the patterns things because I think at the end of the day as much as I might have speculations about this but I'm not an expert in injustice or law in any in any level so I think to bring in I think we need to like speak to someone who's really into law and will bring in a different perspective to that to that of the general public because we see what we saw we saw what we saw in the footages that we leaked and we just took a stance based on what we saw and the verdict came out different and I was a bit surprised but a lot of people in the incident are not fooled or they think that was an act blah 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 and you know do let me know what you think in the comment section if do you think that guy was genuine at the interview that he had or do you think he, that was a part of an act that he had to pull on to get enough as old? Be hired again in Hollywood because he did mention on the interview that he dream like he still feel that, you know, he gets a job in Hollywood even after what happened. You know, I think, man, as much as if that was guilty and I just find, I feel like she, he's a good of an actor and he shouldn't give up and it's going to take a lot after this for him to get to a place where he's being casted by a lot of directors or being casted by Hollywood in general. So do let me know what you think on the comment section. So speaking about that, there was a time where, you know, the recording with she was arguing with the girlfriend and she was telling her, this is where I see myself, basically the vision, this is how I want to be perceived in the world. This is what I want to achieve in the world. And you as my lady, I feel like, you know, Feeling your part to make sure would he like as far as like feeling your part is concerned i think he what he meant it was like i need you to be my coretta i mean i need you to be my michelle obama so those are like the direct words used in that vr in that voice note or voice recording so it trended obviously it it it, it did trend on, on social media and people, you know, because of that, people were like, oh, okay, he's quoting this. And you obviously, the, he has a lot of people who don't like him on social media. I get that. And they were using that against him. And I think, when was it? Five hours ago, yesterday, yesterday, which was like in the morning, Benice King, which is the daughter of Martin Luther King, and Benice King, which is the wife of Martin Luther King, because that was trending so much, that was trending so much, she she decided to come up and said, this I quote, this is from her. My mother was not a prop. She was a peace advocate before she met my father. 
was an instrument in him making out in making out against the Vietnam War. Based on understanding my mother was a force, you know, based on understanding my mother was a force, here's what I wrote about her a few years ago. Coretta King, so like Coretta Scott King. So that's her mother, the mother of Peace King. Speaking about her mother, Coretta Scott King. So she did give us a link to a blog. I don't know if it's a, yeah, it's a blog. It's a post, blog post. So she did write about that and she just redirected people who want to read more about what she said about her mom, that being a prop. And, you know, and I think the intention behind that, I can come in from an angle of Jonathan Majors to say, I don't think that was an angle to say my mom was a prop. He was acknowledging the fact that the f- the same way, the same thing that he said with the mamas of force and, 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 and all these great things, he's just saying that, you know, he's just saying, with, I want you to be the same force that Beans Court has just confirmed that their mother was, you know what I mean? So I think that must have been grown out of proportion based on what's been trending on the internet. So I think from what we see on the internet and people who are hating are on, on Jonathan Majors, have just given out uh, what you call this a narrative that's not true. You know, they, they have their own agendas, and the narrative that was being pushed, it, it was not that I think that Jonathan was going for. In the Jonathan was going for something pretty different, but it was blown out of proportion, and people started driving a wrong narrative. I think that's what, from what I read, Coretta King is saying. From what I read. From what Coretta King is, Pinice, I'm so sorry. What Pinice King is saying here is based on the narrative that was being driven by the people who are not in support of Jonathan Majors. So I think if he was to listen or watch the interviews or really go to the root cause of this entire chain, she'd actually understand Uguti. The intention was never to be on her wrong side or be against the mom or like. Not even you say her mom was a prop, you know. Clearly, she got because I also like when I saw this, she, she wasn't a prop, and I was like, wait, she she really got like the wrong side of the coin, you know. But uh, tell me what you think on the comment section. I'm your host at the most and suffer M. Daddy Pod, aka Shoot Your Shot, and maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy like Cairo. So I'd like this, I'd like this to, to move on, right? We did speak a lot about, you know, Jonathan Majors for the past few episodes right so again there was something trending on the internet and shout out to Zay too because she covered the story first I saw the story first from her and I tried to get a glimpse of the feel of like the mega the mega church leader who is TV Joshua and a lot of people have been talking about TV Joshua on the internet and I think there was a, a documentary that was released a series a series a, a series type documentary that was being released on the internet about TB Joshua, who's of course known as a, a mega church leader, a worshiper. You know, you know, a lot of people go to Nigeria from Africa to that side, and I've seen a lot of comments about TB Joshua. You know, a lot of like negative, even you know. And there's one person that I'm chatting to on WhatsApp that I have, you know, I've seen a post about now. I don't think whatever this being posted about T.B. Joshua is actually true. And knowing 
the hypocrisy behind BBC and I'm like, well, it's hard to tell what what is true, what is not true, right? So I'm like, well, let's hear the other side of the this the other side of this, you know. I'm like open to it to say, okay, if there's people who are still saying TV Joshua is the one and chosen, you know, leader. And there's this side of the BBC news who, you know, they've released a dog. I think one of the people in BBC who released that it's Helen Spooner. So for those of you who want to go check that out, go on and check that out. And do let me know what you think about that. So yeah, that came out and I'm like, the the surprising part, I'm sure a lot of you find this surprising, but I never knew about TV Joshua until the trend, right? I think the trend was yesterday. I, I still, uh, like, oh, what was I saying there? But I truly dig deep and read more about TV Joshua when I saw him training. And I was like, oh, okay, there was this happening. Oh, where is he from? The wives, the first, the fifth floor of the church, what what? That's when I got into detail and like actually learning about TV Joshua. And other, other than that, any other thing that you know he was doing i was not aware of and i wasn't even aware that people were flying from south africa to nigeria to get healing and i think a specific comment that stood out for me was from a lady who was saying her mom was a, a big you know follower of tb joshua and she saved up a lot of money you know while working you know the phase of retirement and she a whole he, those funds to actually buy a plane ticket to go to Nigeria and do whatever they did there and she did do that I think she was sick you know so she did there and like tried to get healing her answers and when that happened she came back and when she came back she passed on straight after coming back from Nigeria and I was like oh that's so sad man I don't know like, but I think with one thing about the internet a lot of people like to play and I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those things where like someone was like, ah, I'm a troll on the internet, whatever the case. But I do know, and if this really happened, then I just hope people see you find healing and you don't want anything like anything. Some of these things you just need to leave to God and he'll work, work things out, you know. So yeah, the, it's just surprising that I never knew of TB Joshua. And I was like, oh, even if I was to speak, I don't really have a huge part of never heard of him and everything that I'll be saying to you it all will be from personal experience I mean, like with me because like I think all my life I've been growing, I've grown up in IPHC and everything that I had to see it was all about my charity and everything like I didn't even pay mind to anything that was going on outside of South Isle or my my church, you know, besides the fact that ZCC is one of the biggest churches, so you might know a couple of things, or like Zioni, or you know, like those churches you might know because those are like some of the churches that are big. You might know of Bushiri because he's big, he's big, you know, you might know of, uh, you might know of this guy, who's this guy called Umbo, you know, like those are some of the people that I knew about, I just didn't know about TB Joshua. And on other news, man, I saw a post that was being made and, you know, I think this was a premiere. Was it a premiere? No, it's not a premiere, but I think it's a shoot, an interview, a promo tour for the clearance, the, the Book of Clearance trailer that was coming out and which featured some of the people like Jay-Z and Tiana Taylor in the movie. So Jay-Z on the directing side, he was a director in this movie or producer. 
I think he was a producer if I'm not mistaken. So I'll just double check and let you know. So yeah, she was Jay-Z was a producer in this movie, The Book of Clearance, for those of you who didn't know, you know. So I was like, oh, this is interesting, you know, because there was a another another movie that Jay-Z produced co-produced, I'm so sorry, co-produced, and I was like, oh okay, this is new money for him. He's looking into like exploring this you know like film side and working with other producers and creating he's a creative after all you know and when i saw that he was one of the producers i was like this is actually dope this is nice you know for some of you you might you might not know a lot of the names that are in these movies and i think the one name that stood out that you might know it's like he stanfield that you might know he's the guy in the movie who is clearance so you might know him like he stands short, so you might know him. All these other guys, these are like the upcoming artists in this movie, so you wouldn't know of them. So oh, oh Alfie, Alfie Wood, Woodhead, Alfie Woodhead is also some someone you might know. You might know Alfie Woodhead is someone you might also know. So who else is here? Yeah, I think a lot of the guys, other guys you wouldn't know of. These are like some of the new names within the industry. So I'm just interested to watching and seeing what they got to do. And most importantly, Jay-Z, the hand of him and like, you know, or hearing him speak, getting some of the interviews, upcoming interviews that they'll have and talk about the movie, you know, because I know even that the first movie that they released, he had to sit down with the co-producer and he chopped it up about the the entire movie oh so one other name you might know it's david oyelo yeah david oyelo he's nigerian so there's a lot of nigerian people in this movie for those of you who didn't know like there's a lot of nigerian movies. so david oyelo was also a part of he was a part of was it empire yes i think empire was playing a pop or something in there so i think he's one of those names you must check it out so don't forget to follow like rate the show to get a notification for each and every time we release a new episode so the movie is being released tomorrow for those of you who are interested in watching it what 2023 the movie is already out i'm so sorry guys so uh, yeah i am thinking about the movie oh so th- i'm sorry the the statement was released 2023 so the movie release date is tomorrow yes it's tomorrow january 2024 being released so do alongside shout out to kevin hart as well first action movie with you know the star and he's kicking ass so shout out to him for that as well so sorry for profanity right there so the budget of the movie for those of you who are curious the budget of the movie was 40 million and i just hope Puguti they make their intent so let's look at the ratings in Rotten Potato, they ranked 76%, but the movie is not out, so this is based on the train last year. So, and on Metacritic, they ranked 63 out of 100, which is above average, 6 over 10 in IMDb, so, which is also above average, so, shout out to Jay-Z and everybody who was a part of this project, shout out to Tiana Taylor, and she's everywhere by the way and then i know she also is one of the people in the internet who like has an outgoing on his file like family and you know imani the breakup and the abusive is it the abusive relationship or i don't know but she also has like 
something huge that I'm going on in her life. So the same applies with like Kiki. That's why I'm comparing. I was comparing the yeah between her, between her and Kiki, and they're still like amazing actors, dancers, and singers in the respective you know departments. They're still you know creatives at the end of the day, and they're killing it regardless of having you know personal dramas in their lives, and they're still able to come at work and pull out the best performances. So shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. So, yeah, without any wasting of time, I'd really like to go to an ad break. I'm your host with the most, the Safa M, Bidwani Port, aka Teacher Sean, and maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy Nakaru. Let's meet after the break. Cheers. Converts back from convos. I'm your host with the most, the Sapa M. Daddy Ready Port, aka Future Shot. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy. Like, Kyle, listen, before we went on a break, we were talking about the, the movie Clearance, the book of Clearance. The trailer was being released. And shout out to people like Jay Z who are part of the productions as an executive producer. So shout out to him. And I don't know if you, you guys might know some of the names in the cast as who are like a part of the casting crew, but uh, Tiana Taylor. As well as like the, the huge name, household names, and David Oyo Oyoro from Nigeria, he was a part of that as well. I think L3 Woodard is also a part of that. For those of you who know her, she's pretty old in the industry, so I don't expect a lot of you to to know her. So yeah, the movie was is, is being released tomorrow. Of course, shout out to also Kevin Hart, who also has a, a movie that that is coming out tomorrow. And also at this movie, The Book of Clearance, it has something. It's it, it has something to do with believe you know if you've watched uh a movie called the cast of the passion of the christ or the cast the cast of the king of king the cast of the greatest story of eve the cast of inquired of the inquired like those are like spiritual movies where you learn about jesus the book the bible if you are like interested in those type of movies so this is one of those movies that's within that category so the, the cast of The Passion of Christ was released in 2004. If you want to get a feel of what the movie that is being released tomorrow, you can watch that. And The King of Kings was released 1927, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 1927. The cast of Kings, The Cast of the King of Kings, it was released 1927. So you can also binge that to get an idea of what the Book of Clearance is all about. So I'd like to, to move around right now. Right? So the, stat- the statement was delivered on social media about black coffee. So this, uh, I'll read it and I'll just give you my perspective on it and everything that's happening. So black coffee was involved in a, a severe travel accident on a flight to England of his scheduled show in Argentina. I don't know the name. I don't know how to pronounce the name, but I know the place is in Argentina. The incident, the incident resulted in unforeseen complication and left him within with with some injuries. We can confirm that this is this is receiving the best possible medical attention and sur- surrounded by supportive family and team. In respect of his privacy, we kindly request you understand and be patient from we are I'll just read this again. I didn't hear what I was saying for a minute. I'll just read it again. So yeah, this it, it says Black Coffee was in a severe travel accident on a flight 
in a route to his schedule show in Argentina. I don't know the, how to pronounce the name, so I won't butcher it. So the incident resulted in an unforeseen complica- complication and left him with severe injuries. We can confirm that he is receiving the best possible medical attention and is surrounded by a supportive family and team. In respect of his privacy, we kindly respect understanding and patience from the media and his fans. Despite the challenges presented, Black Coffee is optimistic and recovering well. He's looking forward to being back with you very soon. So, I think... Oh, the only thing I can say at this point is like, you know, we wish him all the best and all the healing in the world, man. He's been doing a lot of things, like great things in the world. Even though, like, I think in, in the past couple of days, a lot of people on the internet have been, you know, trolling him for being or being associated with DD because, you know, that take me to shopping, 50 cents, standard him liking boys or whatever so black coffee was also being associated with that and that they were trolling him on the internet before this happened so shout out to him you know it's all love from south africa we all know that so speaking about someone who's also very then a part of like a huge a huge you know historical historical part of our country or may his soul rest in peace Peter who is a photographer and uh, he, who was a, a photographer and an anti-apartheid anti activist and was a personal photographer for President Nelson Mandela. He was born in 19, 1932, in the 18th of January. So, like, how many days do we have to, to the 18th? 11, 12, 13, 14, We have seven days, yo. Like, he passed on 17 days before his birthday. So I saw like a lot of people, like political figures really came out in numbers to support, to show their respect for him, to his family, for his work that he's done over the years for the country and being an activist, an anti-apartheid activist and a photographer that, you know, took a lot of photos with him like the, the apartheid regime and he was a personal photographer to, to Nelson Mandela. And I was like, you know, these are some of the people I think as a podcaster I think about Uguti. Some of these people who are not spoken about or a lot is being said about them. I think those are like some of the people that we need to pay attention to or we need to speak to. Like, you know, I don't think Uguti Upita Makubani has been interviewed in a, a platform which and the you like, you know, I, 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 I think in a parallel like we said like a platform that's filled with I'd, I'd put it in the parallel with McV or like podcasting shield or the, the platform like mine right where you have a lot of you listening or watching the podcast you know so you don't have a lot of the interviews where like youth of this country is interacting with him and asking questions that are relevant you know because I for one I think there was a lot of questions that I had when when it comes to like, you know, Umatiba, Otatumatiba, Mandela, and people like Ntantalaks are coming out saying stuff about Umatiba to say he was always in, which is also true, you know, but we are just receiving the one end of the coin. And like, there's also a story behind that. And like, I think not a lot of people are representing that story or are coming out to speak about it. And people like Gupita Bakubani are one of those people that were close to him who would give a different perspective 
to who Madiba was or speak to who Madiba is or is or was. You know, I think to have that, you know, you know, like the, there's those people who have Michael's who are conspiracy theories. And then they say Timatiba was not in Robin Island. He was somewhere in the white guy's place. He, you know, like the song the the song I think to quote one song, the, the the song I don't know the name of the song specifically, but it's a struggle song. It's he asimbonal asimbonal atina asimbonal matiba labi de de corner. Nah la like that song says we didn't see Matiba where he was or where he was sleeping during that period you know so if these were songs that were being sell by activists people who were part of the struggle or the upper day who were part of the upper day regime and to get a perspective from someone like him would have meant a lot to people are pragmatic you know people who look into stats you know facts and research you know like I think it would have made more much sense too because now we have a lot of people who are saying whatever they feel, whatever they think. But I think to have like people like him to just come out and speak and you know, I think now in this landscape, the youth and like me, I'm part of the youth, I have that opportunity to say like these are some of the questions that we have or like this is what we and my friends have had in like the back room, like the back room conversation. Yeah, like these are some of those conversations that people have been having. At some point, I remember we, I've had this conversation with Borda and like some of those friends, you know, my close friends growing up and there was that conversation that was going on and I was listening in and I was like, oh, I never knew back then because you know, I'd have a platform where I'd get to voice my voice and speak, you know, voice myself and speak about such, you know, but now it hits me, well, like, we, now I have a platform where I have the opportunity to bring in those people and bring in a different perspective from the experience of what really happened, you know, from someone who was in the field, you know, and not someone who just, you know, go with what they hear or the songs that came out or, you know, and I think for someone who is even quoting those songs, they can also give you an understanding as to how those songs came about and like how they've been, you know, being blown out of proportion or to give out a narrative that's so biased and that's not true about what truly happened. You know, I think I want Selim Zimande, people like Zim Zimandela, you know, you know, those people are like the people I wish now would see we could have had come to the platform to speak about it. And my mission as it is, is to also like whoever that's left behind and whatever questions that I have about anything, I'll tell my utmost best to like reach out and get those people to speak, you know, and interact with them. So we are informed and we are not as ignorant as like some of the older generation think we are. And I think we we are on the internet. There is a portion of people that are, are in, ignorant on the internet and you see a lot of that on the internet then making noise and the silent youth or the ones that are pushing are not so loud on the internet and everything that's being concluded on it's based on what they see on the internet and it doesn't have the stats where like the youth who are in politics or the youth who are not on the internet what are they doing and you know it's just based on that thing or one perspective from the internet and they conclude 
based on the duty oh the youth of this country is very ignorant because of the content that's being released in the internet so i think we need to like have a conversation and maybe try to integrate those people with wisdom people with sides of what happened then you know to give us wisdom and understanding of what happened in the past and how we got to a place where we are in now you know to talk about people work to talk about brain manipulation to understand relationships of certain people and with that we can also understand the connections and we can also make connections from understanding the relationship of those people back then to say oh those this is able to happen because a and b and c were related in this manner and that's how this was possible that connection is possible because of that you know so i think that's an interesting concept to have or like a different element to have podcasting and like bring those audience or iconic people to tell their story and i just think it's an opportunity now for for me to actually like get them to come and speak about some of the legendary things the sit downs that they have Hey, you know, being raised in Sofia Town, you know, Fentersdorf, you know, like to speak about that with Tatuma Kuban, you know, like I think those are like some of the things that I'd really like to hear from people like him. I know like the majority of the kids in the internet, it's run some of the content they favor, but the content that I want to release, it's for those kids who are for like learning or personal development or what in politics those youths that you don't hear about or see in the internet i think a portion of what i want to do is also also to to bring understanding to bring you know foresight or to bring you know that connection to that story in the past and how it's relevant to certain things or certain patterns that are happening today and because of the the the, the deals that were were had back then or stricken back then you know what i mean so i think that's it that is very important to talk about and at some point i think i'd have to like have a structure now we bring those people in and i think now as i said we just had a lot to talk about and i couldn't like even get to half of what was planned for the day but i intend to release the second part of the episode of today this is like one of one episode of today but later on i'll release the two of two which is like the last episode of today and i'll get to some of the things that i couldn't talk about in this segment so i appreciate everybody shout out to the people in the uae who understand to the podcast shout out to the people in botswana shout out to the people in zimbabwe mozambique as part of those shout out to south africa as well so i appreciate those people those people and shout out to the people in the states as well the, those are some of the people that are showing us support worldwide so i do appreciate you guys for everything for your support for the love and you know sharing the podcast with everything and one thing that i see would see like i'm basically growing or the podcast podcast is gradually going and the funny the funny part is that we don't even have a a virality, a virality button a virality is it virality yeah the virality button where as you know here on youtube you have to post and there's that virality mode where you can post and anything just goes viral and they start to share but when it's audio it's difficult to have that, that viral effect because it's just audio it's not video I, but besides that we are still able to have an impact in a huge number of the youth within south africa and outside of south africa and i think that's a blessing on its own and i'm looking 
I'm looking forward towards having a bigger and greater impact to the people within and outside of our country. Let's meet tomorrow. Let's meet later on. Either. Let's meet later on another on another episode of Backroom Convos. I'm your host with the most Lesafah and Daddy Wadi Port, aka Shoot Your Shot. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy Like Cairo. Let's meet later on. Cheers.